Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. Yo, what's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to Wealth Wednesday. Super excited about today's episode because today we're going to jump into uh, the Apple Vision Pro headset that just recently came out. We're going to dive into this product and we're going to dive into the impact that it could possibly have on society and not only society, but on uh, Apple, the company as a whole. This we literally just hit record and we were talking about like, man, this could be a product that could be a make or break for this company. So we're going to dive into that. And we're also going to dive into um, another article that was basically discussing why you got to be concerned about investing in the top seven tech stocks, right? When you talk about Meta, Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon, Tesla, and NVIDIA, um, this article is kind of breaking down like, hey, you know, I know these have been making people's gains for a couple years now, but be very cautious about um, continuously investing in these stocks over the next X amount of years. So we're going to dive into both of those things today. Uh, two very, very interesting articles that came out, not only article, but the product as well. And before we jump into that, um, Jeremiah, how you feeling today, man? How you doing? Feeling great, man. We got hot topics, I would say. Probably none more realistic than the Apple one, but I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to dive into this. Hopefully people get some, some information, get some gems from this. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's dive right into it. So the Apple Vision Pro product just came out. It came out on February 2nd. Um, the price point, and we're going to break all of this down if you guys don't know what it is. The, it came out on February 2nd. It came out for, it's starting at $3,400. Now there's other upgrades and whatnot, and that thing can go up to, I think, about $4,000. But it's essentially a VR headset that has been created by Apple. Um, the Apple Vision Pro seamlessly blends digital content with your physical space, right? So just just think about, if you can't envision it, just think about like you literally sitting on your couch and you have the headset on, you can see your room, you can see the kids walking around, you can see your spouse walking past, but you're able to pull up different windows in your space so whether it's um the web youtube um there's there's different apps that you can pull up and you can integrate the digital content with your physical space hopefully this is not going over your head and i'm breaking it down for you guys but what they're calling this technology is spatial computing and all that really is it's an umbrella term that talks of, that basically encompasses virtual reality and augmented reality okay it's fusing the two and you know apple they always got to do something different they always got to name something different it's basically a vr headset um it's also um it's not the only vr headset on the market we also have the meta quest pro they have i think they have three versions of it out right yep. meta quest yeah they have number three yep. out um that one's priced out five hundred dollars and I'm sure uh, the version one and two, they're probably even cheaper than that. Uh, yeah, so so very interesting. We, the reason why we wanted to bring this up is because I texted Jeremiah. I was like, yo, this is something that, in my opinion, this is Apple's biggest leap with their product since 
the iPhone, I would say, in my yeah. opinion. And Jeremiah, you texted me back and you said like, yo, when you feel like the future is changing, it's usually a good time to start to perfect, pre prepare for it. So yeah. I say all that to say, you know, we want to break down this product and we want to kind of analyze, you know, the pros and cons of it and how it can potentially affect Apple. Yeah. Obviously the product is revolutionary. The thought process behind them putting money or putting effort into this product, like you said, is because if you look at their earnings, they just did their earnings, I believe, last week, mm -hmm. and they missed on hardware, essentially iPhones, right? Which is the biggest sales component of Apple itself are the phones. And so what they're starting to realize is that market share is shrinking. Um, we were talking about before we press record, they missed it here in the U.S., China sales have been down. They haven't really established themselves in India. And so they've seen all the red sign, all the red flags and the signs telling them, like, we're going to have to come up with something different. This has been in the works for years. Right. And I believe that, like you said, this is going to be a make or break for them. The biggest conversation that we had, and I think this is like, man, we got to record this is the integration of Apple becoming right? The $3 trillion company that it is. And when that took off or when it exponentially grew is in like 2015. Mm -hmm. Now, if you remember, the first iPhone actually came out in like 10, 2000, in 2009, 2010, it was like yep. the first one, yep. right? But it mm -hmm. took literally four or five, almost six years to get to that level and to where everyone essentially had an iPhone. I think the biggest piece of that we were talking about was honestly with the pricing. Apple was like, the iPhone was like $1,200 when it first came out. It just wasn't feasible for people in that time. And then when it went down to like, <clears throat> excuse me, four or $500, or you could finance it via, you know, the phone carriers that you have, that's when everything kind of took off for them. And so the question is, how long is it going to take, take Apple to integrate this out there, mm -hmm. right? Because we were talking there's, I mean, the 1% or the niche market that we're focusing on, right, or going towards, um, that niche market is, I mean, it's a small group, right? A lot of money, but a very small group versus the mass, right, the mass production and the mass focus that, that I think Meta has taken at pricing their headset at like $500. Mm -hmm. I think the, you know, the base model was like three, 300 something. Mm -hmm. And so we were, I was just saying like, if Meta gets that market share, it's going to be very difficult for Apple to keep up. And so how long will it take for them to, you know, adjust that pricing and then scale it out in order to to take back over that market share? I mean, I, I don't know, Chris. I mean, you, I mean, I know there's age difference with us mm -hmm. or whatever, but it, are you kind of remembering the same thing as to where like it took a while before iPhone was just like, like it is now. Everything yeah. was iPhone. No, 100%. And I think maybe the question I was asking you earlier is, I just remember hearing stories in, from people in the, growing up in the 90s where they had, yeah. I guess, a phone in their car or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or a, a big old phone or something like phone. that. Yeah. And when this thing came out, it was like, was you said it was like $1,000, $2,000 or something like that, something crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, how long did it take until that price point came down to where it was reasonable for everybody to have a phone? What, I mean, it was the 2000s. 2000s, right? It was 2000s, yeah. It was uh, Singular was the company that kind of, which is AT&T, which, right, yeah. right? So they, like, kind of got the, it was the Razor. Like, mm -hmm. before it was just kind of niche with phones, but then the Razor kind of started this whole, like, where it's, like, so mass, 
you know, mass pandemonium to get a phone. It was the mm -hmm. Razor. And that kind of started that whole thing. And their price point on it was low. It was yeah, like it was three, four hundred dollars to get the phone, yeah. you know. So and, and that's the question that we're trying to figure out, because like you said, Meta already has a big market share when it comes to this VR space. And yeah. if you're wondering, like, what, what can you even do with this headset? Like, is it even worth thirty five hundred to justify and buy it? Right. It, it depends on it depends on you. It depends on what you're going to use it for. Right. A lot yeah. of the people that I see getting it are like maybe the one percenters of the people that got sure. money or the people that are really into technology. <clears throat> right. True. Uh, like one person I think of I, I, that we know in our inner circle that would get it is Carlos. I think Los, yeah, Los, Los would probably yeah. pick one up. Right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's you use it, and for the average person, it's like okay, it's a dope experience, and we can go on YouTube. But after that, I don't know if it's worth thirty four hundred dollars. I want you to think about the integration. Not only that, I want you to think about most people don't even use all the features on their cell phone. Right, right. And so you're That's talking fine. to a user base that doesn't even fully know how to use a cell phone, and then you're integrating spatial computing into you know their brains, quantum spatial computing, and things of like a higher level. It's for a specific group of people. Yeah, I think Facebook. Uh, Facebook, I think Meta kind of hit it right, right by saying we're going to make ours not minimal, but we'll make it user friendly. Mm -hmm. The integrations with Spotify, uh, freaking YouTube, all, all these mm -hmm. things, because then that's a big thing, too. It's like, do these companies and apps, are they going to integrate into right the headset? Because if they don't. No, YouTube hasn't. They they're like, no, we're, we're not. We're they not fought messing. it. Spotify as well. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, what are you really gonna be? What browser yeah. are you gonna use? Because what if they get blocked? Like, if you don't have Google, because if you don't have YouTube, then you're not gonna have Google. It's the same right. company, right? And so it's like, what are you using? I'm using Safari. Okay, but like, that's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. There's, it's a deeper thought process that goes into this. Like, how successful is it going to be if Facebook, uh, I keep saying Facebook because that's what yeah, they always yeah. advertise, Oculus, whatever, but Meta has their headset and it has all of these apps and everything's integrated. And it's like, do I pay 3500 for this like revolutionary experience, but I don't really know what I'm getting or do I just pay the 500 bucks and I know exactly mm -hmm. what I'm getting. I get all the stuff that's on my phone in my headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And it's interesting because I, I don't know. I'm thinking like, how do they come from, how do they go from $3,400? So let's just say $800. Like they yeah. just from one year to the next, they're just going to cut it in half. How does that work? So they're going to have to you look at pricing, right? The sourcing of all of the stuff that goes in it, the components. And then also you have to think about the layoffs and stuff that's going into it. So there's mm -hmm. the people component. That's the biggest piece because you have to pay people for the construction and the engineering of these things. And so how do you streamline that? Is it AI involved? Is it right? And then that's difficult because, I mean, ChatGPT is Microsoft. So there's mm -hmm. all these different components that people really don't think about. And then the pricing is at 3400 So to get it down to $800, $800 yeah. $700, that's going to take some years because the process years. itself isn't streamlined. Yeah. And, and so we're not, I, I mean, if you look up videos on like how, this product work i mean it looks phenomenal it's like a great experience yeah. it looks oh, yeah. high quality it looks it's crazy um I, 
I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they partnered with a, a glass company for people that wear glasses. Yeah. And if, if I heard this right, essentially you can scan the code to the glass and you can enter in your prescription and the glass will automatically It adjust. adjust to your, Mm -hmm. bro, I was like, that is, that's It adjusts. not here. That's different. I mean, but is it, is it too far in the future? Do you get what I'm saying? Like Yeah. you have to build a bridge for people. And so For is sure. that, has that bridge been built? I don't think the bridge is completely built. And so you have this on the other side, this crazy experience. The pricing is up there, right? But there's no complete bridge. And so you got to be able to build that te technological bridge to get people from point A where they are right now to get over to where you want them to be and have that mass adoption of the technology. So I think they still need to work on some of the infrastructure in the background and and work on a little bit more of, of getting that bridge because me, myself personally, yeah, I could go buy the 3,500, but would I do it? I'm, it's For me, a lot of things are based on principle. I mean, you don't even have the stuff that I want. I'd rather just go get the meta version and Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, and so that's yeah, the thought. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting, and like, we're and we're. I, I want to be clear that we're not knocking the VR Not at experience all. because Not at I think all. the VR technology. Crazy. I think it's it's insane. And if It's you crazy. think about, uh, it's funny because I was telling my wife the other day. I was talking to a gentleman at the gym, and Yeah. he's a teacher. He's like a third grade teacher or something like that. And I was curious. I'm like, what type of technology do you guys use in school? Cause I'm out the loop. Right. And he says, all the kids have a Chromebook. So now I'm thinking about like VR headset, you know, Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. coming. Yeah. Government. Um, so there'll be subsidies and things that are sponsored that are given to Apple, obviously, to, to sponsor or give those into the schools. All that stuff is inevitable. The same way you never thought you'd have computers and Chromebooks and iPads, you have all that stuff in, in, in schools right now, right? Kids get an iPad to do their studying and stuff like that. All that stuff is inevitable because of the Web3 space and how it's developing. And you'll have to have things that can adapt to that space. And so when we look at the movies, Minority Report, all these things, and we thought it's kind of crazy how the people would pull up on the mirror and do their, Yeah, yeah, and, and right, all that's happening. So that's realistic. It's it's inevitable. So it's just how long does it take for them to get there, and then who are they going who are going to be the leaders at being able to adapt that and, and get it to scale, basically. yeah, 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 100%. So it's going to be very interesting to see. It's going to, man, I, I, I'm very curious to see how Apple's going to play out because, like you said, they have to bridge that gap. It's It's a great product, but like, how can they get it in the hands of everybody? and I mean maybe they maybe And how quickly it takes can them they do time. it? Yeah, and maybe and a lot of the people that were at the beginning stages of when the iPhone came out, they're no longer there. A lot of them went to Samsung, right? And that's how Samsung like went and took, you know, there's always something they right. And so maybe those people aren't there. And so the experience of saying, hey, we gotta in order to scale this, we're gonna have to do ABC. Maybe that experience is gone. Maybe they've left already. And so this is a new group that's having to learn. Obviously, they got a great CEO, great COO. The guys are working. So I'm not saying that they obviously are keeping air to the street, but Yeah. yeah. How much do you think Apple's ecosystem plays into like their business model? Right. Because It's everything. you think it's everything, right? It's I everything. mean, They want just. the full Apple experience. Look Yeah. at yourself. I'm not an Apple person. I invest, but I'm not Right. an Apple person. Right. You, what did you say? Bro, I got the MacBook. Got a, I got a iPad. I have the Apple phone. I got right the phone, iPhone. 
earpod everything's yeah. apple and so their ecosystem it integrates you into where you have to do everything with them i think mm -hmm. that is one of the biggest um ploys plus minus right it's worked for them up to this point but pc's always been able to outsell them essentially right because you could integrate anything in the pc doesn't matter what what the make model you can integrate it right and i think that's a strong suit and as we start to move forward apple's gonna have to maybe sit and think about um integration because if you mm -hmm. can't get youtube stuff like, like if they don't want to do business on your on mm -hmm. on your hardware i don't yeah. know it's, it's a little rough yeah and you got to have youtube on there that's i mean that's the gotcha. huge selling point to sit down and that's watch huge. something or netflix I, I don't even think netflix is on there nope that's the thing that's what i'm saying it's a whole something's happening obviously yeah. that we're not we're not privy to um contractually or there's some things happening as to why these guys don't want to be on there so obviously there's been some contractual agreements or something that's already been made outside of them maybe Meta's mm -hmm. already maybe Zuck zuckerberg's been on terror man he, he got into the gym got his <laughs> mind so that so maybe that mind maybe his and, and i said i think we talked about this like six seven months ago he had a plan and he's been working sure. that plan and working it like crazy so yeah do you think this product was rushed I you do. feel like you feel I like do. they you know it was like yo meta quest three we haven't even I dropped do. anything i do like i said i think zuckerberg had a very strategic plan he had been laying low he had those lawsuits the government was at him he'd been laying low for like six years mm -hmm. you know last major purchase was instagram um and they were just i mean or maybe whatsapp but they were just kind of just laying low you know, and he's been planning this. And then when it hit, he did it and it just went boom. It was threads. And then from there, if you notice, everything just went like one, two. And you could say, I guess it started with Web3 when it kind of the metaverse that didn't kind of pan out. But that mm -hmm. started the plan and then it just knocked the dominoes down. And so I think that maybe Apple wasn't prepared and they felt like they had to catch up. So that's that's exactly know. what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. Yep. Wow. Crazy stuff, man. Uh, so yeah, we're going to transition a little bit and we're going to jump into another article that directly relates to everything that we're talking about right now. For sure. The title of the article says, why you must be concerned about the hot, magnificent seven trade, right? So yeah. he's pretty much talking about the seven different tech companies that a lot of people have been investing in recently and um, pretty much saying like, hey, you should really evolve your thinking around investing in these seven companies. Um, he also mentioned in the article, like, uh, this is a direct quote. He says, I'm not sure about you, but I haven't been blown away with the results from these mm -hmm. companies lately, right? Jeremiah mm -hmm. uh, just mentioned um, earnings last week from Apple and they fell short. Um, so yeah, we're, I want to jump into this, you know, and... You know, I, I want to know your opinion from this article, Jeremiah. First of all, I, I feel like just just to say this, it sounds like it was written from like this dude, kind of a, a low key. I don't, I don't want to say hater, but like a hater, a, a hater. little bit of a hater, a little bit. Yeah, hater. Yeah. Good information in there. I think the For way sure. he was, I think the way he was thinking, especially as an investor, at times you have to be a little bit more pessimistic. Maybe not pessimistic, but a let's lot say more cynical. Let's say cynical. Yeah, maybe yeah. skeptical. Yeah. Uh, so I do like how he was thinking and looking at like, yo, we've been investing in these for a while. We should probably start evolving how we think about these companies. What, what, I do, agree. what do you think? Yeah. Um, I don't think you've seen if you've seen 
any of the companies, Microsoft has just done phenomenal. Microsoft actually in 2023 made leaps and bounds because Apple was so far ahead at one time. Microsoft bounced back, ChatGPT, OpenAI involved in that, but Microsoft bounced back. You've seen the earnings did well with them as well, but um, NVIDIA, right? The mm -hmm. question is how long can NVIDIA, how long can that go? Right. right. How how close does the gap come with AMD and as the second chip maker? Uh, um, you know, th there's multiple now get into that GPU space. Like, how does it? So the whole thought process is, is how long can you sustain these type of results? You can't. I mean, mm -hmm. it's impossible that you just keep having exponential growth. Right. Because mm -hmm. it just doesn't work that way. Something mm -hmm. is adopted. Right. Um, the excitement from retail comes. There's well investors that come in, they invest, retail then blows up. But that cycle can't continue to happen. It'll plateau. Mm -hmm. Right. It'll plateau. It has no way to stop. Um, and so I think what they're also saying is if you if you look at this article, you have to look at it from a holistic point of view of the economy itself. Mm -hmm. Out of the S&P 500, these seven stocks have kept that entire index yeah. right yeah. afloat. How long can that be sustained? That's so much weight. Now, obviously, they're the biggest companies in the world, right? But telltale signs, Tesla, right? Missed on their earnings. Um, they bet on volume sales when they lowered their price for the for the models. That didn't work out, right? So that's red flag. Boom, then you bounce over to Apple. The quintessential product, which is iPhone, it missed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's signs showing that there's cracks in that foundation. Yeah. It's time to start shifting and diversifying to other businesses, whether it be healthcare or whatever it is, mark, mm -hmm. uh, infrastructure, manufacturing, whatever it is, and start looking at other companies that are coming up with innovative new things. And I've seen, actually, I think we saw Novo uh, over this, which is the the weight, the weight loss drug thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. They've just been making a terror too. So it's like, it's time to look into other things. The only the weight loss um, drug, huh? The weight loss drug. Yeah, there's a weight loss drug. Uh, oh, Zempic. No it's every. I mean, I haven't taken it, but yeah, women have been taking. Like it's it's blown up like crazy. This company, okay. it's like it's it's the made, company that makes it. Yeah, and it's okay, made crazy money. It's made crazy money, and so the only other industry, right, or category of industry that has outperformed tech. It's healthcare. Then mm. saying that, so it's about time, probably EY, uh, Lily, things like that, like looking into other companies, Johnson Johnson. You know, there's all, all these other companies, um, and obviously big pharma. People have some some moral things with that or whatever. But I think this article is just saying it's time to diversify. Uh, we're everybody put everything in the seven stocks, and it's there's crack showing. The company you mentioned is it Novo Nordisk? Is that what you yep. mentioned? Yep. So they they are the one that created Ozempic and Ozempic, yeah, that is that's that the thing. that's the blow up, right? Dang. So imagine crazy. if you were early adopt uh, adoption of that, um, like freaking Pelosi and all the yeah. that's a whole nother conversation, but all these congressmen and stuff, they're up like crazy. Um, mm -hmm. but just imagine if you had adopted that early. And so that's what I'm saying. It's time to start looking into other things. The yeah. seven will be there. Top three, especially, they'll always be there. It's not that you're not going to make money on them, um, but it's it's time to start doing. What do we always say? Due diligence, right? Due diligence. Get in there, start researching, learn some new stuff, and you'd be surprised the gains that people would probably see if they started to investigate new companies. We need to put that on the shirt, man. 
I'm a I actually I think I'm a trademark that thing, man. Hey, yeah, make that happen. Yeah. So let me ask you, out of, out of these seven companies in the next five to ten years, which ones do you think is most likely to fall off? If any. Um And I'm thinking Tesla, you know, the situation they got going on with. Yeah, but Tesla will shift because that conglomerate is so strong. SpaceX will become become back bigger with their them making their moves to Mars and all that stuff. So Elon will be good. Um, Tesla, maybe. But I, I really think NVIDIA. I think the competition for the chips are going to start to get a lot more as the sourcing and stuff. As we come out of the pandemic and the sourcing becomes easier for the components to make the chips, you'll start to see some bigger players. Not to obviously NVIDIA, obviously they have such a huge market share. They won't essentially lose a whole bunch of market share. But with more competition, if they just chip away at that, then you start to see lesser gains. They miss they miss the marks on their earning reports. Retail investors pull out a little bit, go other ways. That's that's what I see. I mm -hmm. I just not to say it'll drop. I say it'll plateau. Let's say that. You think people would be are going to be wishing they invested in the current prices of these seven companies? Let's just say I do. five years. Okay, I do. So that's um, something else to think about as well. That you're exact gonna, point in this lifetime, you'll see the first trillionaire, the world. Well. In in recorded history, they've said mm -hmm. there's other people, but right, right. In recorded history, you've never seen a trillionaire. Um, you'll see it, and they won't be super old. They'll be old enough to enjoy that money. I don't know what you do with that type of money, but Musk or Bezos, some Arnold, like someone's going to be a trillionaire. So you're saying is, it's going to come from one of these companies? It could come from yeah, one of these companies. Most okay. definitely, yeah. Makes sense. Cool. I mean, did you have anything else? We went over a lot. I mean, I think today was a great discussion. Did you have anything else? No, no more other than guys, uh, you know, obviously in the comments, we appreciate all your comments. Appreciate you guys watching. If there are articles or things you want us to discuss, we're always super vigilant over the page. Mm -hmm. Me and Chris go back and forth. We see different comments and stuff. Leave your comments, mm -hmm. leave articles, something maybe you didn't understand or you want us to explain. And then we can bring that up. Because I actually, I want to make sure that we're interacting with you guys and that you're getting your answers and knowing your questions answered. So that's, that's Great it. Point. Great point. Love that. Um, and yeah, that's it for me. And as always, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.